0: Good evening, Bob. How you doing tonight? Doing well. Doing well by doing good. I'm yeah. Excellent. Confuse yeah. me for a second. Those were yes. the uh, those are the lyrics to a Tom Lehrer song. Oh, <laughs> I believe. I oh, believe of that course. Was the, the, How did I forget the that? Old, Tom the old The old dope song. peddler by by Tom Lehrer. <laughs> Jesus, dude.
1: Wow. Uh, sorry. I like the best. I could do there is I know who Tom Lehrer is. Nice. <laughs> so at least when you explained the joke, I
0: got it 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 all makes sense now <laughs> all right so um, yeah it's been it's been a hell of a week we had that insane signing that wrapped around the flipping block that was, block. Crazy. That was I loved intense it uh and it would would have been intense if people had been dicks but it turned out it was super chill because yeah. everyone was
1: awesome everybody was very very v chill
0: it made me it made me like the band <laughs> that yeah. i had never really known who they were before and i'd never I'm heard like, of them holy shit <laughs> i think
1: the only time someone even kind of got a little annoyed was when i forgot the name of the guy spencer and i said i was doing my spiel about like you yep. know by here by there and uh and i was like and the guy at the front I can't remember his name, and they were like, Spencer, from Ice Nine Kills. And I was like, I knew it was the band, I knew the band, I just didn't forget, I remember his first name, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it was really funny. So, so we had a lot of trepidation going into it, mm. because there's a certain amount of like hot topic appeal to this band. The dude is like disgustingly handsome. Like he's like he's so handsome it makes me want to vomit. And <laughs> he's so very good looking. he's very good looking. And so instantly I had a dislike for him before he came in and I was like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> he's too pretty. I like handsome. <laughs> yeah. And then we started making Rex Manning Day jokes. Yeah. And then the fucking second he comes in, he makes a Rex Manning joke. Oh. And we were like, holy shit. That's wow, this really guy's funny. pretty awesome. Damn it! And we talked about Halloween movies, and I was like, "Ah." fuck I like this guy yeah. oh, stupid pretty guy that I like
1: <laughs> well I did do some uh, some some googling <laughs> and uh, they, I mean they are specifically like a horror movie yeah, yeah, band yeah. Like, <laughs> no
0: he's very so I mean and also the fit. dude is a fucking insanely talented singer he has like a great Broadway voice yeah he's really good so yeah, yeah. no no shame in their game um, nope. and, and it was
1: great signing and their fans were fun yeah, and everybody was awesome everybody was chill V chill
0: yeah it was great and uh, and now I've listened to their album a couple times, so nice. and I like it. So, their most recent one. Yes. Anyhow, uh, there was that, and this week we have a special secret surprise that no one is going to guess. All the books came in. Oh my <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> it was definitely the first time in
1: a while that's happened.
0: <laughs> I was so terrified because I got a notice this morning that I had like seven boxes coming from Diamond. On Thursday or Friday, and I was like, "Son of a bitch, that's—I guarantee that's all of my books." Turns out it wasn't. I think it's just supplies or something (laughs) I ordered. Hooray! Nice. (laughs) I'm so happy. So there's that, Um, and yeah, and there's a lot of great stuff this week. So I'm really excited. A lot of stuff this week. Oh my god! I, you know, you know, I'm a I'm a Marvel fan, and boy, I was very lucky this week. Mm. there was a lot of shit for me this week holy shit
1: yeah um i'm a huge mark russell fan and there was a huge amount of stuff for me this week
0: as am i um okay so let's start we got a thing called truth number two from image comics um i thought the first one was fun yeah you know i didn't read the first one but i looked through this one and i was like this looks really cool and
1: uh i set aside a number one so that i can read it at at a future
0: date tis good stuff um we've got an indie hardcover called Afternoon at McBurgers that looks fucking hilarious <laughs> and I really want to read it. Um, so, that <laughs> I like that. Great title. It is, and I think it's all ages, even. It's like mm. a super fun... It looks like it was done on a risograph, but I know it's not, because that's the, that's the hardcover. Pretty mm. cool. Um, and for the Marvel book that really uh, was quite moving this week... Amazing Fantasy number five. Ooh yeah. Wrapped it up very nicely and the ending was super strong.
1: Yeah. I And the I, artwork is gorgeous. Artwork like, is gorgeous. Like I felt like it was like the best issue of yep. the series.
0: They really yet. really brought it all together in the end and I was very happy with that.
1: I love how Carrie Andrews did uh like all of the like it's like his it's it's always his style, but it's like mm-hmm. when when A character from a certain specific time, it, like, looks like how Steve Ditko drew him, but also, like, how, uh, you know, I don't know. It's very, very cool and and a great, great story. This will be a great trade.
0: Yep, absolutely. I will will definitely be recommending this trade a lot. It has that same kind um, of—the other thing that's interesting, I don't know, is this a huge spoiler? Shit, maybe I shouldn't say it. Mm. I don't know. Um, you know what I'm not going to say it because it is a huge spoiler I was going to going to mention something but you know what I'll pass anyway it's awesome read it it yeah. wraps up nicely very very good um, amazing screw on head and other curious objects trade Ooh. paperback is out I don't know if that's been in print for a while. I certainly know we haven't been able to get it for a while.
1: It was out of print, and I think this edition might have something else in it that there is wasn't. A, there was
0: another one as well. Like even
1: maybe a new story. Did I read something like that? I oh, don't. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I follow Mignola on online, and I think I remember reading something about this specific new edition being oh, yeah being something cool about it.
0: There's uh, 50 pages of additional material. Yeah. Uh, that's available for the first time in paperback, and also. The super like hard to find magician in the end s- the snake Ooh, story. I have that from uh, Dark Horse Maverick Happy Endings.
1: Yeah, that was uh, written with his daughter when she was like eight years old. Um, and it's great. It's it, it is like one of those things like like how Axe Cop was like had that like <laughs> quality of being like written by a young child. Right. Uh, it also but like was very sweet. Aww. The story of okay. the magician and the snake. Oh, it's a, cool. it's a great little. If you haven't read it, it's it's definitely pretty cool.
0: That's great.
1: I mean, I'm Uh, sure his daughter is, like, in college now. I
0: would guarantee it. She's,
1: yes. I'm sure she's out of college Probably really embarrassed by, like, the story that she wrote and (laughs) won an Eisner for or something, I think, if I recall. Probably. (laughs) Probably not.
0: Uh, (laughs) Amazing Spider-Man, number 80, Dot Bay. Bay. Holy shit. I loved this issue so much. Yeah, it was good. I really liked the art. Art was great. This was a, this was, talk about, like team-ups from the past. This was an Aunt May teaming up with Doctor Octopus story yeah. and it ruled. Yeah. Uh yeah, this was I like that. I like I like
1: fun. I like the stories that like you know, it's like you don't have to be like slave to continuity or whatever, yeah. but like referencing an older storyline, that's cool. You know, it's nice to know that yes, there was a time when Doctor Octopus and Aunt May got almost got married romantically and almost got got married married.
0: um and they but they've they've brought that back several times and there's always been like this little thing about there having been a relationship with aunt may so Mm. i don't know i i I liked this a lot i do
1: think that having aunt may be more spry uh as she is in the more modern spider-man comics is a much better um, you know, I mean, obviously, like, in the films, she's Marissa Tomei or whatever, but, like, you know, having her not be, like, a brittle sack right. of bones <laughs> and chin that, that, like, does nothing but oh, fall down and die constantly <laughs> is, is definitely a story kill, yeah, the, like a the, buzz kill.
0: Yes, falling down and dying constantly. Not a great character <laughs> trait. No, don't touch Aunt May. She's too brittle. <laughs> She eats nothing but wheat cakes. How can she possibly survive? <laughs> also, she has,
1: her face is like 90% chin.
0: <laughs> so weird. Uh, the McFarlane era, yes. Oh,
1: I'm talking about Ditko, but also McFarlane. McFarlane yeah, totally. really
0: took that to a, yeah. To a level. Yeah, um, he sure did. So we've got Archie's Holiday Magic Special One-Shot
1: definitely more Riverdale TV show than really? uh, traditional Archie, but the story, the art is, uh, if you like the style of art, it's, it, it is is uh, uh, of decent quality, mm. but I ultimately was like, eh, not for me.
0: Trez and Terescent. Um, <laughs> Arkham City, The Order of the World, number three. I fell I, off
1: this book. So I bought number one. I missed number two. <laughs> I don't know how, but uh, the artwork from Danny in this is so good and it's like the ten-eyed man and Solomon oh. Grundy and it's like a so really Solomon cool Solomon Grundy
0: was in it. And
1: yeah, and Dan Waters wrote it. Uh so I am back on board with this. I thought nice. it was a good issue.
0: Uh Basilisk number 5 is out. Cool. I am a big fan of this series. It is a it is a really really interesting take on a Stephen King kind of thing. Uh Batman 118. Uh this is the new team starting out. Yeah. This was a. This was interesting because it was a real throwback to issues that I kind of liked, to be honest. Yeah. It was. It felt, I mean, of course, like a comic book to me. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's exactly what I'm trying to say, is that for the last, maybe since New Fifty Two, Batman has felt like a mini series where everything is just like. Piling on top of everything. Yeah. This was like a comic book. Yes.
1: I feel like every Batman run. So, like, you had a huge run from, like, Scott Snyder, a huge run from Tom King, a huge run from T- Tiny and Tinian. And it's those runs were Batman stories, but they really were more about the names doing this. Yes. And this one, and they
0: all felt like pissing contests to see who could carve their yeah, name or just Batman.
1: like, Oh, I'm approaching this. Like what well, with Morrison, it was different because Morrison no, that was had different. like a, like it, it just, he's, he's just that level above to me, yeah. in my opinion. But like, this was oh, just like somebody who this it's Josh William, Josh yeah. Williamson. Um, yeah. Right. I think so. Yeah. It's Williamson. Oh, either boy. way, uh, and, the guy that did
0: Ghosted. Yeah. So it's um, which is also great.
1: It's just a Batman story where yeah. like, it, it, there, and there's weird stuff that like, suspension of disbelief stuff that like used to be normal for comics, like yeah. all the villains hanging out in one room, like yeah, kind of stuff. Exactly. I mean, it. They do. Uh, I don't want yeah, to spoil yeah. much of it's it. It's great. But, like it, it, it was just really, f- it was fun. It looked like the characters mm-hmm. were like having a good time doing adventures, and then the yep. main storyline that's taking over is like the, or not taking over, but like the the gist of the storyline is that uh, the Batman Inc. characters from Morrison's run have been framed for murder, and so there's a mystery to be solved yep. uh, with Batman outside of Gotham City.
0: Yeah, it's which yeah. is great.
1: Because there's only so many times Gotham City can get blown up
0: before you're true. just like, okay, okay. I mean, even even in this, you're like, oh my God, this one, you're like, Jesus Christ, guys, billionaires, stop having these big flamboyant <laughs> parties, stop. Just, why are you doing that? Why, why would anyone have a big flamboyant party in yeah. Gotham City? It, yeah, they bring all of your jewels to a <laughs> yeah to, totally. to a costume ball party. Yeah.
1: Well, but that said, there's a reason why it happens in this uh, that I think was, you know, just fine. It was was just fine. It was like a fun superhero, but like still like the things about Batman that make Batman cool. I mean, it's definitely not like a Frank Miller comic, you know. It's not like dark and...
0: It's not dark and gritty, and it didn't feel like it was... It didn't feel like it was so bogged down with shit tons of continuity that you were just like it didn't feel too heavy it didn't feel too yeah it was just it was just fun yeah into it yeah uh, Batman 89 number 4 is out yeah Batman Urban Legends trade paperback is out and I will say it will take a short second to say that series is also surprisingly good yeah we probably have said that many times so far but that series was so good yeah so I like it yep yep you read this next one. I did not. I, I gave it a flip, and I thought it looked cool, but I did not have time to read it. Buckhead's number one. Oh yeah, Buckhead. It was good. It's uh,
1: so it's basically like um, Sorry, I
0: pluralized it. I apologize.
1: Yeah, no, it's Buckhead, and then it's the name of a town in uh the Pacific Northwest. But um, the action takes place in I, I if I remember Nigeria, mostly or at least it starts there there's like this archaeological dig and something goes wrong and then it cuts to like a year later and this kid um who has now now lives in Washington state or wherever it is is like starting at a new school or whatever and then there's a mystery that kind of comes up that's it's it's it, you might assume it's like more of a ghost story kind of thing but it really is a science fiction story um, and it's cool. So basically like he makes some friends at, uh, the, the school and it's got like a video game angle to it. Um, I, d- I really don't want to give away the yeah. story. I mean, probably online, the solicit probably <clears throat> gives away all of it and I'm, I'm too worried about it. I but will basically- say
0: the thing that surprised me the most was the fact that it looked like, uh, like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I mean, like it it captured a lot of that style of art and I really enjoyed it. Like the the arts. Great. Like there was a lot of I I don't even know it because I'm I never went to art school, so I don't know these (laughs) terms. But there's a lot of weird perspective stuff that Spider-Verse did very well with things that are kind of almost fish eyed. And that, that was part of what looked really cool in this book. I, I really dig this, the art.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, basically the main character, the kid, his father is an archaeologist, archaeologist <laughs> who goes missing. And then he discovers this video game and discovers that there are people he knows inside the video game. Cool. and it's like what's going on with that but then there's also this kind of like invasion of the body snatchers kind of angle going on in the town of Buckhead which nice. is I
0: assume why it's called Buckhead that I would I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you I would recommend it it's good nice Um, another interesting one Buffy the Vampire Slayer Whoa. last Vampire Slayer number one loved it really
1: loved it it's great if you like Buffy hmm. it's great it's just old. It's old man Logan, but it's yeah, old lady Buffy. She's in her fifties. Yeah, but still. So it's like, uh, nice. uh, without giving too too much away, she's the last Slayer. Uh, I won't explain why, but vampires are everywhere, and it's like they coexist with humans now. And it's like this whole thing where it's like you can't do certain things because it's like you're violating the rights of vampires or, like, you know, the vampires can't violate the rights of humans or, like, it's kind of, like, this PC balance of, like, um, the world and then, but also it's, there's still vampires and there's a conflict uh, and there's, uh, I don't I just, I, I thought it was great. It's, if the new Buffy series had just been this from the get, I'd have been, like, right on. Yeah, I mean not that I didn't like the the alternate universe kind of thing. It's like how do you make it fresh but like this is totally how you make it fresh. Like yeah. she's still and also I will say the writer of this, Casey Gilley, mm-hmm. uh nails uh, the oh, nice. characterizations, the humor there's things oh, that's like awesome. there's there's dialogue in it that is genuinely funny, witty. Um, it it reads like an episode of Buffy like Sarah Michelle you could get Sarah Michelle Geller to do this now and yeah. it would be just fine
0: except that she still looks like she's in her 20s yeah yeah totally <laughs> she's like, probably 50 something and she looks like she's fucking 22 that's that's true
1: but like you could do the whole cast and just like yeah. it would be it's it's like basically if Buffy like stayed in yeah. like aged normally and and is just it's now and you know that's awesome I don't know I, I really really dug it I was
0: surprised I mean it's definitely the right age for Anthony Stewart head yeah I just saw him in uh I didn't know he was in Ted Lasso. Oh,
1: I haven't seen Ted Lasso.
0: Giles is in Ted Lasso. I thought it was great.
1: Giles is dead in this. Well, that's too bad. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately. Mm. I don't think that's too much of a spoiler. I don't think so either. He does
0: have a presence, but he is definitely dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so uh, this was maybe the biggest surprise for me of the week. Captain America Iron Man number one. I was not expecting this to be anything at all i was like not even gonna read it huh was not even going to carry it honestly i (laughs) was like, almost like why would i get this no one's gonna buy it and then i read it and it is what they probably should have been doing for a long time this should be an mcu book it Hmm. should be there should be a line that's like written like the MCU, but it's like a comics adaptation where the continuity doesn't change anything in the cinematic universe, but whatever. This is written like an MCU movie or TV show. Nice. This is Captain America and Iron Man done like the movies. And it was really fun. It was snappy. It was fun. It was just kind of a, you know, a no no frills. You don't need to know anything. You don't need to hold any, you know, there's no Long continuity in it, Yeah. just fun. Nice. I was totally into it.
1: Yeah, I think on a different week, like if I had, there was a lot of stuff for me, and I was kind of overwhelmed. So when I got to this, I was just kind of like, oh, they're just running around yeah. fighting stuff. No, I so mean, kind of like I skipped it. it kind
0: of is, but it's also it, it's but meaty it enough that it's enjoyable even to. Yeah someone who has read those stories 420,000 times.
1: Well, I'd rather have them do something like that with, like, okay, like the Iron Man book, like, when you're constantly trying, like, just like we were talking about with Batman, like, trying to, like, put a spin on it or whatever. It's like, just have the spin be Iron Man hangs out with Captain America all the time. Like, who cares? Like, just spin it, like, by having them just be superheroes and
0: do stuff. Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, Iron Man has always suffered from that, from the, like you know some sci-fi writer is like I have a great idea what about this time he's got nanites that are shaped yeah, yeah, yeah. like bananas well wow, it'll be great yeah. it's
1: funny to me because like there was like a very specific time that I read Iron Man and it was when Rhodey was Iron Man mm-hmm. I've never liked Iron Man uh, I have always liked Captain America um, because I like I just like when I hit Marvel it was I was already a DC guy and it was like the 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 roadie storyline and then also like the um the captain storyline where he like renounced it and became the captain yeah yeah like those were like my eras but for whatever reason i uh captain america always worked for me but iron man i just like i there's like nothing like maybe it's because i'm dumb i'm like i can't relate to a smart guy
0: well it's weird because <laughs> i like i think that a lot of times uh Iron Man does not work. I think I think it's much more often than not does not work. Yeah. It a works Ma- when like, it's Robert Downey Jr. Like when a Matt Fraction takes over and yes. does something crazy, you're like, holy shit, that was crazy. When Warren Ellis took over and did something crazy, you went, Oh, what a crazy idea. Yeah. Extremist was crazy. That was a great storyline. Mm-hmm. Um the Diffraction story where all the weird shit Happened to him and he cut his brain into six Pieces and then <laughs> downloaded his Consciousness onto the internet and mm-hmm. you Know he was just an idiot trying To reclaim parts of his brain all Across the world that was a great storyline Maybe
1: that's what didn't work for me like Is because I also had a similar problem With uh, with Cliff Steele on that Level when they kind of like make him more Computer than human like I yes. kind Of just want the robot Person to be still human
0: I mean, it's funny because all of the stuff that I like for Iron Man is the really simple stuff and then the really complex stuff and anything in between I dislike. Mm. I tend to hate anything that's somewhere in the middle. I like him when he's just guy with lasers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Roller skates. (laughs) Roller (laughs) roller skates, nipples, and a nose. Yeah, Yeah, you know, know, the guy. The classic Iron Man. Classic Iron Man. Um, Anyway. Uh, you know what else we have? What? We've got a Chainsaw Man graphic novel. Whoa. Number eight. Um, That's a, the guy with chainsaws? It... it <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's the man with chainsaws. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought it was Chainsaw Guy. Yeah, no. Not just a guy. Uh, Cherry Blackbird, number five, by Joe Schmalky. Nice. In its plastic bag to keep you from seeing any dildo murders that may occur within. Crossover, number 10 is a comic that i was supposed to read and i forgot to oh it is
1: uh it is definitely getting heavy meta (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah it is heavy meta it's Uh, i love it but it is like there's like literally like a chunk of this one is brian bendis being interrogated by the characters from powers (laughs) and like being like (laughs) conscious of the fact that like you know it's like he's inside that but like there is a, a last page that's just like it's either totally awesome or it's where the series completely jumps the shark. (laughs) We'll see.
0: That's what I love about this series is that it keeps taking swings that are so big that I think I've been like, Oh, well this is where it jumps the shark like 10 times.
1: Yeah. I never have felt like that. And and I don't feel like it now, but I feel like it could be like, but they're setting you up to think that specifically it's like, there's like when the thing that happens at the end of the issue happens, it's literally like is this the thing that makes us jump the shark like i mean it's literally it's like almost verbatim like what they're saying like it's they're do doing something that no one else has done and i'm i'm on board (laughs) also the art is very very good um also um aiming oming is in it as well like he comes in the the artist from powers i hope somebody
0: kills him (laughs) well that's yeah no i'm just kidding he's fine i'm not a fan you don't like his art just can't do it yeah I loved Powers so I guess I don't hate his art I think I just a, haven't liked anything he's done since Powers he's a good artist and he's got a distinct style of toy. sorry
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah it's not for everybody I can get that but uh, I I liked it and I liked him being in it as a character and I liked just the, the, the dialogue was really smart like it was right. like I don't know it was, it was fun
0: cool <laughs> um another book that I really like Crush and Lobo is out number seven nice uh, there's a new book from Dark Horse out this week, which is um crazy is it Daisy? It is Daisy Daisy, with crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Daisy crazy yeah Amaze Daisy crazy Daisy. I don't know what to say about this book. I liked it. I, I think it has potential. I think there were some I think there were some editing problems with it to be honest. There were some moments that I was like, oh, somebody could have caught some of this stuff and kind of fixed it up a little bit. I felt like it got a little clunky in places and some of the writing, like some of the the dialogue writing was a little funky in places.
1: I opened it and for whatever reason,
0: remember literally nothing about it. It's it's a really interesting story. Cool. Um, it's a very it's a very cool weird story. So essentially, we're in a world that uh, there's there's a history of giants. You know, eight to ten foot tall giants existed in this world and they were eating people they were cannibals Ugh. basically they were like they were they were so big that they were starting to overtake the world and take all the resources and then once they'd basically stripped the woods clean of all the animals they came for the people and then the people fought back and they hunted them into extinction essentially they humans killed all of the giants we think and then uh-huh. We meet someone after getting this big introduction to this world of insane cannibalistic giants. We're introduced to an eight-foot-tall woman in a in a mysterious circumstance with big braces on her legs, and it's it's really interesting. Huh. It's it's definitely creepy and really funny, uh, funny, really fun, but really it's really well done, but there were definitely some funny some funny moments some little little quirky things that i was like kind of got under my skin a little bit hmm. where i was like i wish this had been a little different uh-huh. but you know that might be just nitpicking it's a comic you can get over it yeah
1: if you like comics about 8 foot cannibalistic giants and want to try something new
0: absolutely art's great um, I, mean, art did, the, I do the recall the art is, looking very good very interesting it's obviously um, this book is not poorly written by any stretch of the imagination I feel like it really was an editing issue
1: hmm. but
0: that's all anywho uh, Dark Knights of Steel number 2 again what a fucking book
1: yeah I love Tom Taylor but I gotta say I, I, I dropped I'm dropped really yeah
0: that's so funny. I think this book rules. It was it was good. Like
1: I, it'll be like one of those things, like Walking Dead was for me, where like it comes yeah. out and I flip through it to see what happens because I definitely want to know what happens. But like I just I, I don't know. Like there's so many books this right. week and I like I
0: couldn't I couldn't. This book feels to me. I just yeah. I don't like know. I don't know. I I like it a lot. It reminds me of another book, and I I'm spacing on what it was. But it's really like it, it feels like it's going to be a great trade read as well. Yeah, I think that this would be mean, a good trade. It's it's one it's a twelve issue. You know, it's yeah. going to be there and done. So I can see. And you know, he'll do
1: stuff in it that will be awesome. Like you know, he doesn't do bad yeah. comics like uh, uh, Tom Taylor. And I, mean, I this, love the art. The art is great. I just there's something about medieval times for me. Oh, I like,
0: totally uh, understand. The, I mean, there's. The intrigue here being mostly around the Superman family possibly being evil is also another one that's like, that's a tough trope to hit without, you know, maybe making a mistake. Because sometimes that can get very dumb, you know, like it can get Zack Snydery real quick, but uh, but that is essentially the plot of this story.
1: Yeah. Like there's different kingdoms. It's, it's kind of like, what it reminds me of is have you ever read the pitch for twilight of the superheroes, that Alan Moore pitch that like yeah, was yeah, the yeah. crossover that yeah. was supposed to follow crisis. Yep. It feels like that, like the houses of the superheroes right. and like there's like kind of like weird incest and stuff that happens. And like,
0: I gotta say one of my favorite parts of the whole thing is Harley Quinn too.
1: Yeah. Harley Quinn actually I, yeah. When I flipped through it, I was like, I do like her as like a court jester, but also like, she's the giving she, like right. advice she, she's and like counsel. the uh
0: she's the the what is what's the guy called the lord of spiders in in game of thrones oh. he's s- sort of like the 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 whisperer like the person who knows everything that's going on is an advisor but is also somehow the court jester yeah really you know,
1: cool have you been watching uh the wheel of time at all
0: no no okay
1: because okay. in the all. wheel of time they're called uh Oh, they're like singers, like but it's like what were well, <laughs> mm.
0: the Gleemen? The Huh? They so sing just... really
1: boring folk songs about things that are happening in the village.
0: I was th- <laughs> all I could think of was, uh, was... Uh, kids in the hall, brain candy. <laughs> X was the name of the. Uh, nice. As I was cleaning that gull's gleeman guts <laughs> off my windshield, <laughs> came to me. X <laughs> nice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this is, there's like a character in it in that Wheel of Time, which the first episode was boring, but the rest of it has got me. Got me interesting. Hooked. Anyway, whatever. Uh, he's, he's the guy that like sings songs, but knows everything about
0: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DC Horror presents Soul Plumber number three of six. Yeah uh death of doctor strange blade number one why didn't i read this i, I don't, don't know no because dylan burnett this did should the art have been my first <laughs> fucking thing i read i the don't art know how is, i missed
1: that the art is completely insane in this comic book it's <laughs> really sure. really great it's the guy that did the most most recently he did an ant-man miniseries but he also did
0: x-force briefly was he the um, one that did that really good ant-man miniseries that had the weird bug monsters and yeah oh god
1: yeah really really great artist it's very kinetic and just like frantic and it's just blade fucking ripping through shit it's it's really fun
0: awesome yeah i'm into it uh and another one that i was really into devil's reign i was really into it but with an
1: asterisk Devil's Rain sorry go on <laughs> Devil's Rain uh, I thought it was really good I thought the art was amazing I loved the storyline it felt a lot like Civil War to me but it felt like yeah. Civil War if I didn't hate it because yeah. I hated Civil War so like other than the fact that it ha- like I felt like yep. parts of it were kind of like a story that has been told before in the Marvel Universe other
0: than that a plus. I absolutely agree with you. It definitely, because you have a story that is essentially. Oh, so, essentially, with Wilson Fisk, mayor of New York, yeah. outlaws superheroes. Yeah, That's that's the beginning and of the And So, this of course, thing. the so. first
1: thing that happens is all of the superheroes go to New York and start doing superhero stuff. Right. <laughs> and, and it's they just, like. they are not even going to try
0: to be sneaky? And also, they're like not reasoning with any of the... I love this, oh, too. Luke Cage is
1: amazing in it, and actually Luke Tony Stark amazing. has a fantastic moment in it.
0: I mean, Luke Cage's moment is absolutely amazing. Yes. Cap's moment is absolutely amazing in yeah. it. No, it's uh, it's, a re, it's a great the, comic. The moment of, like, when when you see... Because there's basically all these jackbooted thugs that are in, like, you know, fake Iron Man armor, but they're without any powers. They're yeah. just, like... You know, they're just wearing like cop regalia from the future. Essentially, yeah, they're like
1: the peacekeepers from that yeah, Batman storyline exactly. that just happened.
0: It's just a bunch of a bunch of thugs and weird. Yeah, they look like they actually look like the foot soldiers yeah. from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, um, and and you're then the like, Thunderbolts and the Thunderbolts as well, but who you, are
1: back to being like just scumbags. Which
0: is really exciting. Yeah, that was maybe one of the. Other things that I was really excited yeah, about for this was, book. It was good. Yeah. Um, I I just loved the fact that I was I was as I was reading it, I was like, oh my god, they're gonna do that thing because they're the good guys. So it's they're not gonna like they're not going to get into it they're just going to have to try and run away or what kind of thing is that and then caps just like smack 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 yeah, smack just starts smack. kicking the shit out i was him. like what the fuck <laughs> yeah okay we're gonna go that route now He's where like, we're if just i be- have
1: to break the law to save lives i'll do it i'll break the law every and time he just, and he just starts beats kicking the shit, the out, shit out of the cops and it's also that <laughs> shitty miles morales costume looks good for the first time ever yeah, like the art is okay. so good it's I mean
0: um, the art is good enough to save it but it's still not as good as his old costume.
1: No, or his
0: Spider-Verse costume. Yeah. But anyway, uh yeah,
1: it oh, doubles well, Devil's I, Rain I
0: actually mean his Spider-Verse costume should always be his costume. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, the the animated film. <sighs> it's so good. Yeah, it is. Why would you ever I don't know that? why you would not. There has to be a reason why because why yeah. why wouldn't you? It doesn't make any sense.
0: Sony owns it or something? yeah Fucking Maybe. Knows. Um anyway, Devil's reign read it. It rules. It's really fun. Yep. Um Another fun, another fun story. Fantastic Four life story number five. This is the first of our Mark Russells for the week. Yep,
1: it's really, it's. I, I wouldn't call, call it really a fun story. It's actually really depressing. Yeah. Um. But like in a way that makes perfect sense, it would be depressing. It's basically like the part where they bring Galactus in, uh, or maybe like they bring him back, and the oh, it's it's brutal. Um. Yep. It's brutal Yes Mark Russell
0: Yeah this is the 2000s Yes This This
1: is the 2000s And it's so it's like The Fantastic Four Became the Fantastic Four In the 60s And now it's 40 years later And Franklin is an adult They're
0: fucking over it (coughs) Sorry about the coughing Oh my god and oh, such good Fantastic Four moments in fucking Devil's Reign too.
1: Oh yeah, though one of the best, shit. like uh, amazing oh. um, Sue Storm moment. Yes, where they're like, yeah, no, now you don't have your powers. <laughs> like yeah, she's just like,
0: uh, okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! What a good book. Fucking read Devil's Reign. Sorry. Yeah, uh, we shouldn't anyway. give away any more story yeah. beats. Uh, Final Fantasy Lost Stranger Graphic Novel Volume Six. It's a comic book. Yep. Uh Frontiersman number 3. Yep. I don't know this book. I think I, I didn't even read the first one if I
1: I remember I you saying something about the first
0: issue. I don't remember what it is. But and if I don't. I don't remember that first issue, that can't be a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um Giant-sized Black Cat Infinity Score number 1.
1: I think is this the final storyline of the Infinity
0: Score. I believe that is it. And I guess now we will know who has slash is the last of the infinity stones. Are they, they're not personified anymore. Right. I have no idea. I can't remember. Each one of them had like gone into a hero who had been like their, their keeper for this last story. So Uh, yeah, no,
1: I think there is, I flipped through this and it looked like that could be what's going on. I, uh, Unfortunately, the only Marvel books I'm reading
0: currently don't involve the Infinity Stones. So I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, this it's fascinating because it's like everybody's like, wow, the police don't want me to be putting out fires. You know, there's uh, Infinity Stones floating around in downtown. You want to, n- anybody going to deal with that? No, no, no. We'll let Black Cat deal with that stuff. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have the heavy hitters deal with all these fucking muggers. Yeah, the, <laughs> the kingpin. <laughs> yeah. We're going to deal with, like, petty crime and that kind of stuff. That's more important than, you know, the universe destructing power of the infinity stones. Uh, okay. So good Asian number seven is a comic book that rules.
1: It does rule. I have not read it because I, uh, actually at a certain point in the storyline was like, I'm going to save a couple of these up and read them all in a, in a row. So I'm a few issues behind, but the first two, three issues that I read of this series
0: are so good. Nice. I love it. Uh, green lantern number nine is out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I liked it. Yeah. i love the new
1: green lantern like i just i'm it yeah i'm done with the two stories in one book like yep. i just like just tell a just, just tell i'm story. just
0: tired of green lantern in general to be yeah. honest
1: there's so many green and you thought like at, like at a certain point it was like oh there's too many green lanterns and they were like i know how to solve the problem of too many green lanterns
0: more green let's lanterns. have even <laughs> more green yeah. lanterns that that did fix it for me yeah um We've got, if you like some Gundams, we have a new Gundam in here. The Gundam Breaker Battlelog Wing Gundam. Uh, got one of thems. Wow. Actually got a bunch of them. And uh, we have the new Heavy Metal out. And it's got covers by uh, that person. Um, oh, God. What is his name? Suryama, the guy that designed all the all those weird 80s robots. Oh, yeah. That, like, they did. De- they basically stole the the visor for robocop and like there's a bunch of a bunch of things were based on that huh pin bot <laughs> the, yeah. the the pinball machine amazing uh it's cool to see that uh, that person is finally getting their due nice uh hellions number 18 this is the what's her name uh from uh, the goblin queen is that Madeline Madeline Pryor Madeline Kahn Madeline Kahn Madeline the Goblin Queen yes that's Madeline her. Pryor yes uh, and we got Inferno number three this oh yeah guys if you were annoyed that you weren't getting enough of the Hickman stuff to explain what was going on in the Hickman verse things are being answered in this book this book is so full of plot it's nuts when you were, like, reading a, a Hickman book a year ago, and they were like, all right, we're going to sit down to dinner, and then they'd reveal, like, the tiniest little shred of plot. Every one of these flipping books is like, here's everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I mean, is...
1: Is, is this, like, how he's just, like, he's like, Well, oh, I can't go all the way through the way I was going to go, so it's just all dumped into this. Like, I believe But they're... in a way, it's, like, it's cool.
0: It kind of is, because... I'm liking the way that this is. I feel like they were stretching it too fucking thin, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, I
1: don't want to wait two years to find out yeah. what this the what happened. You know, like I just like.
0: I agree. I want to think... know why the X Men are being dicks, and this explains it. Yep. And and this was this was a supremely good issue. Yeah. Um, and I I love all of Inferno so far. I've thought it. I thought it really, really. Uh, answered all the questions that I've been asking this whole goddamn time. So, get yep. it if you want to finish up the Hickman stuff. The thing that's absolutely batshit about <laughs> Inferno and all of this is that you basically could have read House of X, Powers of X, and Inferno. Yeah, you'd be fine. Yep. Everything else that happened in between is just filler. I I don't I actually would.
1: Maybe argue with it being filler okay, fillers, because I think way too, some way of too the cruel. books were enjoyable, but oh, they stood absolutely. on their own within yeah, the... Yeah. The Absolutely. overall story. Like the,
0: the, the X of Swords story arc I thought was yeah. great, but it didn't mean anything.
1: Yeah, there were a couple like I liked the the last issue of uh, Marauders where Iceman was like kicking ass was like really
0: cool and I like I mean I, Marauders the whole goddamn way through has been
1: great. The only thing I didn't like about Marauders was Pyro with that face tat. I just think he looks so dumb.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> I love I love these like Mutants that just keep dying and coming back, and they've got like tattoos that come back with them. <laughs> I think they Good get re tattooed, they re tattoo them. I yeah. think that there's probably keeps a, mutant. There's a
1: mutant that whose power is to give tattoos. I, oh, wait, yeah, there is. His name is Mask, he's a morlock. Absolutely
0: is. Yep, god damn it, he can do whatever. That's so true. Uh, speaking of tattoos, ink blot. Is a way you could describe a tattoo? He said with the worst fucking <laughs> nice segue. Yeah, that might be the the. I mean, it wasn't. It
1: was not the worst segue. Okay,
0: it was it was a it was a weak link, but that's okay. Inkblot number fourteen, cute cat, tattoo, big eyes,
1: ink. It's a direct.
0: Yeah, there you go. Joker presents a puzzle box number five of seven. Why does he keep doing that? I don't fucking know. Because
1: he likes to tell short stories uh, about
0: villains. Yep, and I feel like we were. Uh, sold a bill of goods with this book and we might have been lied to. You are getting cool Chip
1: Zdarsky covers on uh, every issue of
0: it. I thought we were getting (laughs) Chip Zdarsky comics. Oh, yeah, yeah. I believed. You
1: got got Chip Zdarsky covers. Design and illustration. And they do look nice. And there has been... A couple of these things that like but it's just like yeah. it's the same thing with the Green Lantern it's like I just give me one story man I yeah. don't want 14 stories unless they're all by James Stokoe or something right. or like of that quality yeah yeah this
0: I don't I don't feel like this was necessary
1: like I want like an art take on it yeah. like I want like and and right. you're sort of getting that but it's like it's I don't know it I just, feels whatever. it feels
0: like weak sauce like they could have come at it with like hitting a little harder, where it was a little weirder. Like the stories were things that were so to the left that you couldn't tell them in something. You have the Joker telling this story. It cannot make sense. He can be an unreliable narrator. You can break continuity. You can tell stories that are totally wacky, and instead it's just like, Oh, it's a short Batman story. Oh, here's a story about the ventriloquist. (laughs) I mean, again, I'll take a story about the ventriloquist, just make it really weird, and I'm totally into it. Yeah, yeah, and I would would heartily agree with that take. Um, You know what else I heartily agree with? What? Uh, Dinosaur toys. Ooh. Uh, (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Of course not. Uh, I, I have been going... Crazy on buying toys for the store, and uh, some of the things that I would not normally do, uh, we've we've kind of started getting into the world of things that I was afraid of before, like the Hasbro's of the world. Ooh! And uh, and we're carrying Jurassic Park figures and Transformers and things like that, and it's like it's actually pretty cool. Nice. Um, so here we have the Jurassic World uh, Ceratosaurus figure. <laughs> we got one of them. Nice. They're adorable. Uh, Those Jurassic Park dinosaurs are, like, the best kids' toys ever made, period. Like, they're just so good. Especially the bigger ones. Like, (laughs) they're just, they have little things. They make noise. You can, their jaws open up. What kid doesn't love that?
1: Yeah. I certainly never had anything cool like that.
0: Um Justice League Infinity, number six of seven is out. Speaking of James Stokoe. James Stokoe cover <laughs> Killer on Killer James Stokoe
1: cover on it for some reason. Yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah, that is a great I actually
1: really like Justice League Infinity. Just I mean, yeah. If we haven't mentioned it before, it's a DC series where they continue the Justice League Unlimited cartoon yeah. continuity.
0: Yeah. It's fun. Tis fun. Uh, Lady Mechanica, Monster of Minis... Is that for real what that thing's called? I don't know. That doesn't
1: make sense. I can't read it from here. She just <laughs> I, looks like she's sitting on a caliper.
0: I'm I'm just going to believe that that's what it says and that there was something lost in translation. Um, Lady Mechanica, Monster of Ministry, number one. Uh, there you go. Cool. I'd say Travis Barker was the monster ministry now wait
1: (laughs) what's the drummer's name for ministry I do not know the name his last name's the only ministry person I can name is Al Jorgensen Jal Jorgensen Jal Jorgensen
0: who's going to be coming to town that fucking show this Ah. is gonna drag me out to shows yeah March I think it is is it March sounds right ministry Melvin's Melvin's corrosion of conformity
1: yeah and C O is C O C I hope C O C is kind of going back to like when they were
0: Well, I mean, no, it's it's Pepper Keenan. It's the it's the other it's the other it's the Stoner Rock version. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not the it's not the thrash metal version. The drummer for the thrash metal version I think the drummer died unfortunately oh. recently, like last year. Oh. Pre-COVID, it was something else, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think... Still, I mean, it's CSE. What the hell? Yeah, I mean, because there there were two bands. There was basically the SoCal Thrash Band, That's what I liked. Which I enjoyed. I saw them with Clutch uh, like four years ago, and they were amazing. Uh, I still have... I actually have the skateboard that I bought off them downstairs. (laughs) I got them to sign all of it, and it's hanging in the hallway downstairs. But... uh, I I was, I am, I am like you. I, I cared about that band and not the stoner rock band, but lately I've been listening to the stoner rock band. Turns out I actually really like them as well. So nice. There you go. That's going to be a great show. I, that is such a stacked bill. I don't know what to do. I've never, I can't think of a time I've gone to a show that I've liked three bands that were playing in a row. Yeah, that's a. That's a tall order like, for me like, as well. That it's like, oh, I own albums by all of you. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I had a show
1: like that in Chicago, but n- n- none of the bands anyone would know.
0: Like almost, almost inevitably, when I go to a show, it's like either a band that I like and then three bands I've never heard of, or a band that I like and three bands I hate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I that's... actually won't go to a show if there's a band I hate unless it's like. <sighs> I don't, and that's not entirely
0: true. When I went to see Danzig Super Joint Ritual was playing, <laughs> and that is a band that I guess maybe hate is way too. They're a band that I just do not get into. Yeah. That hate is too strong. A word what was that.
1: the band that I, uh, there was some band I went to the state theater and they, uh, there was an opening band and it was some, a band I didn't care about. And I got like really drunk and I was like, I'm tougher than all these metal guys, and I just, like, walked into the pit just to be like, I'm going to do this, and, like, just walked in and then just, like, walked out unscathed, and I felt, like, so cool. (laughs) I I was just, like... It was, like, a really heavy band, too. Like, it was...
0: I don't know who it was. If it was Clutch, then I'm really impressed. It wasn't
1: Clutch because I like them, and I (laughs) haven't been to a Clutch show in, in a while. I don't... I actually don't remember
0: what the band was clutch my favorite my favorite thing about clutch is picking the guy that's going to be carried out and like <laughs> i do that every time i see clutch i'll like look in the crowd and see the guy that's starting the most shit and be like who's the guy that's gonna start the most shit and get dragged out by security i pegged him the last show i was Ooh. like i know this guy's getting dragged out <laughs> and 100 percent that was the dude he came out, a bloody face, like, white Ugh. T-shirt, and, like, his arms were completely... He was just, like, being dragged by... Like, his heels were dragging on the ground. Yeah. As the two security guys pulled him out. Oh, man.
1: I remember, like, when I worked at the state and in the lobby, like, doing tickets or whatever, and the people would get, like, not totally kicked out, but, like, they'd just, like... Be sick or yep. whatever. Like yep. you have to just like sit there and watch someone like puke in a trash can for like twenty oh, minutes. That's a like,
0: fun job. Oye. Oye. yeah, <laughs> You know, you know what else is like that? What's that? Being a werewolf. Um, oh, how's is that? Was that a good <laughs> segue? It's, uh,
1: <laughs> it's just like watching someone puke in a trash can.
0: You know, every time I'm turning into a werewolf, I puke in a trash can. And Vault's Lunar Room is uh, ah. is a comic book about such a thing yes this is um it's funny i just finally watched shang chi oh which by the way is a goddamn delight um and this reminded me a lot of the fight club scene from shang chi it's got a bit of that vibe to it but it's awesome um yeah it's it's got a lot of a lot of cool stuff going on essentially we're in a world of magic uh and it's one of those, you know, normal, gritty world full of actual magic and whatever. This person used to be a werewolf. She has had somehow, through magical means, has had that ability taken away from her, uh, but, and she's now a professional fighter, so she still has some of what she had, but she's not the, the massive supernatural force she was when she was a werewolf. And something happens and somebody, one of these little magic users in this area is like, oh, I'm going to do something to piss you off. I'm going to give you part of it back and like cast some sort of weird spell on her. She gets a werewolf arm and she's like, fuck, I want to get this thing back. <laughs> and so this is going to be the story of her getting her groove back. Nice. It's a it's a fun story. Yeah. I think. I like Vault. Vault does some good stuff. Yeah, I think it's got legs. I'm I'm curious to see the next issue. This is one of those ones where I'm like, it's got like Daisy is the same thing where it's like that first issue was very compelling. It had a lot of really interesting stuff set up. By issue two, I will see if it's you know if it's paid off enough that I want to keep going. Yeah. But I think I think both of them are definitely worth at least checking out the first issue. Yeah. Um mad magazine number twenty three is out it's an all batman issue sweet uh we've got maiden Korea number six wrapping up that mini series that I'm very excited to read once it's in trade. I missed yeah. the last two or three issues so
1: oh is that I didn't see that one
0: <laughs> is it not there <laughs> maybe we did miss it it
1: might be one of those ones where it's
0: stuck behind another comic. It might be. I certainly hope so. That would be fucked up if I didn't have it. Um let's see, what else we got here? We got uh Galactus. This thing is amazing. <laughs> oh
1: man, that's in the video.
0: Um in the in the realm of pop vinyls, I'm not terribly excited about a lot of them, but man, this thing is so cool. It's very cool. Um yeah. With the this is a black light ten inch so Ten inch doesn't really quite explain because his head is enormous. So this thing is <laughs> huge. It's definitely bigger than a bread box, as the old uh, yeah. expression it's like goes. It's the size
1: of a large toaster. <laughs> it's looking-
0: that would be a big fucking
1: toaster, like a the what kinds with like the door that opens.
0: Oh up. yeah, yeah. It would be like uh, actually, it's like those like a industrial oven, like one of those industrial toasters with the the little rack yes. that spins it through. Correct. Like at coffee shops. Yeah. Um. That's it's so gorgeous, and we have both the regular and chase variant on these. The variant
1: right. is is actually honestly like almost well I mean I don't know is it cooler I don't know. I don't it's a toss up
0: I, they're both pretty good but uh, that chase if ever there was a chase variant worth paying the insane amount that it costs that one's like a hundred dollars yeah but it's pretty cool because instead of just being a variant it's legitimately it's the life bringer galactus and the fallen one silver surfer so it's kind of yeah like, it's thematic and also it's got crazy colors yeah it's um, great Pretty great. Both of them are great. Yeah. Uh, and also, I should also mention this. I don't have them online because of the obvious expense of shipping them. But if you are interested, we do. If if Blacklight things are your thing, we do have some amazing Blacklight posters. We do have the Marvel collection of 3DI uh, posters that came out. They're full-sized replicas on art paper, so they're like ultra- you know, like museum quality, nice prints of I blacklight posters. They are so good. It's it's something that you know. It's a hundred bucks for the set, but also you know if you needed to buy them separately, back like they're more than a hundred dollars a piece for torn garbage copies of all of those posters. Mm. If you tried to get any of the three D I posters, yeah, they're so good, collectible. I want to frame every one of them and put them up in my house, but my my, my wife would not be into that. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Marvel Voices Community, number one. This is pretty great. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, nice. It was... Uh, An anthology book? Yeah. It, it's a big old anthology. Uh, it's all Latinx creators. Um, it's... Uh, and characters. And characters as well. it There's a new character that's, uh, introduced who's going to be one of the Strange Academy, uh, attendees. Cool. There's her, like, origin and powers and all that stuff. They show that off. Pretty cool. Nice. I liked it. Yeah. Um, let's see. We've got, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 14. Sorry, they're not Power Rangers. They're just Mighty Morphin number 14. We've got the hard cover of Mother of Madness. <laughs> and we also have Mother F Goose one shot. <laughs> so this motherfucking goose, um let me tell you. It's not this is not your mother's motherfucking goose. I'll tell you that. Uh it's a uh, all sorts of badass gun fighting gooses. <laughs> I like that I called it a duck. <laughs> <You> <laughs> like know? It's
1: literally called goose, and I called it a duck. It's a goose in the title.
0: You know, I'm not going to. Uh, you know, look at that. That looks like a fucking duck. It looks
1: kind of like a. I mean, I guess a duck and I a goose really a, aren't that different you when know, you think
0: about it. <laughs> Kindergarten must have been very difficult for you if that's the case. <laughs> um,. Listen, you gotta know the difference, or I else, always played duck duck chicken <laughs> that that would be much easier to tell the difference um yeah, i this is not my thing. it was not my thing either, but it is definitely a good version of whoever's thing it is. yes, um, I don't know. I feel like I was like maybe I was like about to enjoy it, and then it started getting compared like I started noticing I was like looking at it, and someone had compared it to uh quentin tarantino and then i think maybe my dislike of quentin tarantino as a human being uh came through and made me stop liking it but either way did you hear did you read the fiona apple quote no (laughs) on the of mother f goose no 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 it was just uh fiona apple uh quit cocaine because she got locked in a theater with Quentin Tarantino and uh, Pete Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> Wait, for real? A night, she said, an insufferable night with, uh, <laughs> with him wow. and PT Anderson Damn. made her want to quit. She was like, and then I just quit doing cocaine forever. Smart. That's also very smart. And you'll never be in that situation again. I could definitely see myself beating my head against a wall (laughs) until I passed out. Um, (laughs) Okay, my bad. Number two.
1: Uh, Mark Russell's second comic of the week. Yep. Uh, It's just a humor comic about superheroes. It's great. Mark Mm. Russell's great
0: true and true although it's not
1: entirely humor it's definitely like like there was like a thing
0: one of the stories I was like oh Jesus dark that's kind of how he does it yep uh we got Nita Ha's nightmare blog number two one piece number 98 god damn yeah god damn still 98 the, pieces is more like still it still the highest selling graphic novel in the world yep one Star Squadron, number one. Did you read it? I did not. Hi, this is Mark Russell, number three, yep. and
1: uh, I've I been mean, looking forward to this book since it was announced. And uh, it, I'm sure it's good. It's good. It's weird. It's definitely like not like if you're like a DC continuity person. There's like a million things in it that you'll be like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> um, there's like just like so much shit that's just like, but wait, no, wait. But, which I I actually love it but the basic concept is that there is a business that has begun uh, that has superheroes basically f- that will like re- they rent out superheroes for like parties and like light rescues and stuff like that <laughs> but it's like I think Power Girl is, like, the biggest name in Red Tornado, but there's, like, a bunch of, like, one of the guys is, like, Flying Fox, who's, like, a World War II guy from, yeah. like, All-Star Squadron. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, the, the character The Heckler is in it, but, like, <laughs> just like, it's weird. There's, like, tons of people, but the the main thrust of the story is involves the character Gangbuster.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Which was just kind of like, huh. Um, I love Mark Russell. He's so good. Like yeah. I and then Steve Lieber doing the art. So if you liked the Jimmy Olsen series recent Jimmy Olsen series, that's the same artist and um he's amazing and I love that he's kind of doing like a got a second career after Superior Foes and then Jimmy Olsen and now this that he's like a Yeah. Like he's not just the White Out guy anymore.
0: <laughs> he's such a good artist. Nice uh we got other lives trade paperback in that's cool peter bag oh nice is that right is, that is peter bag right sure
1: i don't know <laughs> i should know i'm i'm not a huge peter bag fan
0: oh no it's not peter bag it's that other guy yeah it's peter bag sorry yeah i'm high
1: <laughs> um stopped getting so stop oh yeah no i can so see it from high. here now i found it it is peter bag all right i can see it it's yellow other lives green <laughs> peter bag
0: perfect um, We got Persona 5, Mementos, Missions, Trade Paperback, Volume 1. We've got Phenom X, a comic book by the guy who played Clown in the Spawn movie. That's very exciting. <laughs> nice. Uh, Pikachu, Pokemon, Bandai, Pokemon, Model Kit. Oh. Build yourself a Pokemon. Have it fight Galactus. Holy shit. I <laughs> love it. That's true. You could buy both of them, and they would go very well together. Uh, <laughs> there's... I went into my basement the other day and there's a fucking, there's a smash into the wall that looks like somebody just literally, basically what it looks like is that there was a superhero fight involving a Pikachu and it smashed into a brick wall and left its imprint there. <laughs> it's got two little ears and like a body and like a tail. Oh, that's it's funny. It's the craziest goddamn thing. It's like just in our basement. Huh. I don't know. Somebody was clearly training their Pikachu and it exploded <laughs> into a wall. Uh, anyway, holy shit, this looks super cool. Uh this Popeye hardcover. Oh. Olive oil in her sweetie. Jesus, this is some good production. I'm, some of I, the I, best I I'm gonna book design it. I've seen in a long time. Um so let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, I'm I'm looking at Chad's so, description. Oh, what's that? <laughs> It's not helpful at all. Did he call it
1: a hard soft cover? Because it kind of is. <laughs> kind
0: of is. Basically, Chad. Uh, Chad looked at the description that the publisher put in, and he said. The formatting for the description provided by the publisher was insane, so here I go with this delightful explanation of what this is. A collection of Popeye newspaper strips from the 20s and up. He will likely eat spinach, beat men and animals senseless, and rescue olive oil, O-Y-L, from giant birds and angry sailors. He will do very little actual sailor work from the sounds of the description. Also, I 100% thought the spelling was olive O-I-L, and I am shocked to see that I've been spelling it wrong my whole life.
1: All those times that he was spelling olive
0: oil. I mean, I would imagine that he has spent a lot of time. <laughs> have you seen the slash fic that he does? It's great.
1: <laughs> I uh, Yeah, so it's like it is sort of a hard cover, but it really is a soft cover. Speaking of toasters, hard, it's like a toaster. It's a soft cover in a hard case. Yeah. It's the hardcover part is literally like a slipcase. Yeah.
0: This is cool. It is really cool design. And
1: it is the EC Seeger Popeye Sunday comics from March 1930 to February 1932, back when Popeye was
0: the cultural
1: zeitgeist cartoon that everyone loved
0: good god we are it's already an hour we're so
1: yeah far i know out. i was actually when we were talking about music answer. i was like we should probably not be talking about this because we have like an entire sh- full shelf to talk
0: about all right post americana number seven wrapping Final that issue. series up so good reptile brink of extinction graphic novel trade paperback is out Rosenblood blood graphic novel number one we got a second printing of rush number one out We got several uh, copies of the Saga of Swamp Thing box set. That's all the Alan Moore trade paperbacks in one slipcase. I thing is beefy. It is beefy as hell. I believe I'm going to be taking one of those guys home because they are delightful. Nice. Uh, It's basically I have to decide whether I'm going to go crazy and get the the absolutes or if i'm gonna do that i I would get this because it's like it's the
1: yeah it's the hardcover are they hard covers or soft No, they're all soft covers yeah but they're they're done
0: and they're also done on that paper that was specifically remember when they started doing these and they were like only recycled paper because it's swamp thing so they wanted to be super environmentally friendly about it and all that shit Uh, yeah nice uh silver coin number seven is out yeah awesome
1: is this Rom V on this one, I think? Or? Ooh, is
0: it? I Maybe. don't know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Totally. Cool. That's great. Looks great. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog in Cyclo Speedia. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. He's a fast little hog. <laughs> in Cyclo Speedia. And he's addicted to speed. Uh, Star Wars 19. Uh, Star Wars Crimson Rain, number one. Crimson Rain. (laughs) Holy shit. I did like this a lot. Um, Speaking, we were talking about people capturing voices and and Mm. something else. This reads like a Star Wars movie, like a good original Star Wars movie. The dialogue is that kind of weirdly stilted purple dialogue that, that Lucas does. It was interesting to see somebody do such a good job with it. There was definitely like, sometimes it it slips away and gets a little funky, but it definitely had moments where I was like, "Whoa, this is, this could have been Lucas in the 70s writing this." Wow, really, Way... really good, really good work. Cool. Um, Star Wars High Republic Volume Two: The Heart of Drengar. Drag- <laughs> I don't know Firefire. what that Drengar dooku (laughs) the heart of dooku uh war of the bounty hunters companion trade paperback that would be all of the one shots for that and not the main series suicide squad number 10 it's getting better (laughs) suicide squad is getting better it is getting better Uh, super mario bullet bill candy tins if you need candy oh yeah those are cool bills they they are awesome. I, this is something that the world needed more of. I don't know why the world doesn't have novelty candy dispensers anymore, but yeah, thank God someone's doing it. Uh, Superman, Son of Kal El, twenty twenty one Annual Number One. I
1: mean, there's a great Lois Lane um, uh, oh, Batman. Oh, so scene good! In I that. actually
0: I actually put that on my Instagram. Oh, like, nice or Twitter, actually. Very cool. Damn it! So good, and the whole thing's great. This is a great comic, straight through, and this annual is just as solid as the rest of the series. Actually, maybe even more so. Oh, agreed. Uh, Swamp Thing number
1: ten. Now extended to a sixteen-issue series. Oh, is that for reals? Yeah. yeah, it's like nice. right on the cover. It's oh, like now awesome. a this ten issues is now sixteen issues. Okay, this um, was ten. Apparently, of 10, it's, it's like now 10 really of
0: it's heating up. I, people love it so. Yeah and well they should it's really good I've I've had multiple people ask me if this uh, this character is going to continue on because they really like the character Yeah. and they're like they're not going to bring Holland back right (laughs)
1: I have a a fellow comic fan uh, that I uh, uh, I and friends with online or whatever who is of uh, Indian descent and was talking about how awesome it is that this amazing comic yeah. is like, you know, he feels like represented in this, uh, in this comic in a, in a
0: way too, which was uh, really cool. Also um, B cover. Holy shit. Oh, I didn't look at it. Oh my God. It's so good. Nice. It's, uh, it's swamp thing looking crazy with his hands up and his fingers are, Sprouting out into the Swamp Thing logo. It's beautiful. Very cool. Very cool. There is a trade paperback if you want to catch up on this particular series. Uh, The first volume is out now. We have that as well. We got a bunch of pop vinyls, specifically the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze pop vinyls. Ooh. We've got a Toka, a (laughs) Razar, all four turtles. Got everything you could possibly need. We also have a Krang in his body as well, which is not from that same series. We have Transformers Generation War for Cybertron figures, including uh, Trax, Scorp- uh, Predacon Scorponok, and Wheeljack of v- uh, Voyager class. That's Scorponok. Scorponok. It's my new band. That's pretty good. Oh, and also Wingfinger, whoever he <laughs> is. Uh, Transformers Wreckers Tread and Circuits number three. of oh, four. Cool. Two Moons has continued. Thank God. Yes. Super happy with that. I did not read this cause I did not read the last one. Was a new I'm arc. A freaking ding dong.
1: It's a brand new arc and it's, um, it's about Buffalo soldiers. So it's like, uh, now he's, God, uh, it's
0: going to be stuck in my head forever now. I'm sorry,
1: but it's, that's what it is actually about. Um, so the first one was like, he was trying to like establish the, um, the, uh, Native American uh, characters perspective yeah. in the Civil War but like there were really not any uh black characters in it yeah. and so this one he was like there was really specifically we didn't do that and now oh, really? obviously okay. we have to address it as a civil War period piece so like that's they're they're doing yeah.
0: it I mean great it's yeah. it's just it's great really good two
1: moons is w- my, my favorite horror series of the last year easy
0: some of the some of the best monsters. <laughs> Great Certainly, monsters. great, great monsters in this. But the story uh, itself is really good too. Yep, Trover saves the universe. Number five of five. Oh, we've got some amazing Universal Monsters figures. Holy fuck! Uh, there's a there's a Dracula and a Bride of Frankenstein out. They're from Jada Toys, not a company that I know very well, but they're like this. Uh, it's just a scale that I really dig. It's slightly smaller than. Uh, than like Diamond Select but the packaging is gorgeous the figures are really great they're just like they're not three and three quarters figures they're not the bigger like six to eight figures they're like some sort of like four to five inch figure Mm. they rule I guess they're a six inch figure but is that what they're calling it?
1: Yeah they look similar to like a like a not Marvel select, but like, uh, yeah, like a Marvel what's legends the DC multiverse or yeah. whatever. Those kind of, you see, they're the...
0: similar. They're a little smaller, but uh, they're very, very, very cool. And again, the packaging is also super good. Like they just display very well.
1: I think I'm going to get the bride and, and, and ship the bride with my bizarro figure that I got recently. No, <laughs>
0: Pretty great. It'd be a good pair though. I agree. Uh, walking dead deluxe number 28.
1: Cool.
0: It's out what's the furthest place from here? Number two. Uh, I love this book.
1: Yeah, I got it. I actually, I bought the first issue. The art is so good. And uh, I, it was just, it was recommended, but it was that week that you got shorted. So I didn't read oh it with gosh. my books that came out that week. So I haven't read the first issue yet, but it's still, this looks really great. And awesome. Yeah,
0: this book is crazy. Um, I, I will say, I don't know what's going on in this book. <laughs> There's, It's definitely one of those books that I'm enjoying reading, but there is an, it is very slow to reveal the master plan of the whole story. We do not know what the overlying world really is. There's a bit of a Children of the Corn thing going on here. There's a bit of a... It's like the Warriors and Children of the Corn kind of smushed together with some Walking Dead. Wow, Um, It's it's a very odd post-apocalyptic story that seems to be in a world that is gangs of children uh, where I don't know if adults are outlawed or (laughs) murdered on sight or what is going on, uh, but there are also very colorful gangs in different places. And there is a... The gang that you meet in this issue... I think was the i liked the first issue but this one i was like oh shit this was the baseball furies of this where you're like (laughs) oh we're going crazy thematic versions of things from the old world oh shit i can't wait so this this really established a lot of stuff that i'm i'm excited to see nice uh i can't wait to read it world of krypton number one (laughs) your favorite artist uh igor cordy
1: no, it's not Igor Cordy. <laughs> uh, it's not your favorite artist. It's also not who drew the comic.
0: Oh, it's not Michael Oming. It is. Oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> X Men Legends number nine.
1: Oh, that variant cover is so awesome. It and you've only got really good.
0: one left. And people are very, I mean, I think people are going to be very excited about the regular cover, too, because that's a cover that people love that parody of. Yeah. Yeah totally Everybody but just larry hama doing oh.
1: wolverine is if it's not something that makes you happy to hear those words then you yeah. are there's the, i don't you know you don't like the same comics as me
0: <laughs> yep which is entirely you know that's if it's that's defined, a thing you know but that's cool. still holy shit really good <laughs> um okay x-men from the ashes trade paperback uh and x-men inferno prologue omnibus we have that as well there's another omnibus that we didn't cover is there's a Daredevil? Daredevil, which one is that? That It says the Daredevil Sewell. by Charles Sewell. Yes. I like that. It's the book is so huge I can read it for me. <laughs> Charles Sewell, that was the uh that was the Shadowlands stuff?
1: Yeah, I think that was just the right bef- the the stuff before Zdarsky,
0: right? Yep. I guess you're right. Um oh yeah, it's the stuff right after Shadowlands, I guess. Sure. Um cool. So those are those things and there are so many things we talked about them for a very long time so sorry about all the things. other things we talked about um <laughs> that weren't comics and that's it um yeah we talked about a lot of things so we uh we, we should talk about it corrosion now. of conformity for like 20 minutes whatever corrosion of conformity is great um <laughs> they are
1: great and it wasn't 20 minutes
0: not at all uh, beep, 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 beep.
1: All I right. Got nothing else I need to say. Uh, there's if you are someone who comes into the store, I gotta just say there are some jam-meaty gems in that back issue bin. Ooh, recently, tristan really has are. been dropping some uh, yep. some Silver Age bombs in there, and uh, yep. there's some cool ass shit to yep. be found.
0: Some tales to astonish, some all sorts of crazy. A bunch stuff.
1: of old Harvey stuff, like, but, really like interesting, that's really but like really cool. Not like hot stuff or any of that shit, but like Harvey, Harvey superheroes. We have
0: multiple Kirby Harvey comics yeah. in the bin right well, now.
1: well i bought that fighting american but there's still another one yeah there's still another copy of and that they're both edition. in such cherry condition <laughs> it genuinely took me like 10 minutes to figure out which one i was going to buy yeah.
0: they're in such good condition yeah. yeah there's some there's some really good stuff it's like everything's like we're putting stuff in that's like fine
1: plus or better yeah. pretty much. Yeah, there was a bunch of like what that I saw like commandies in there yep. and um just a, a ton of fun stuff. You had some archies in there for the first time? Yeah. That I hadn't seen in a while. Was, yeah,
0: we got some we got some silver age daredevils in there that are really nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a bunch of great stuff. Yeah, so
1: even more than what we talked about.
0: So check it out. Uh, follow us at Coast City Comics. Purchase stuff from CoastCityComics.com. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Coast City Comics if you really want to. I've been putting some stuff up there. There was a, a fun little thing. Fun. Actually, there was a really depressing little thing that Larry <laughs> Hama put up that I they retweeted. But it was, it was an important thing that people need to see. Oh. And it, it's just an interesting look at... Uh, listen, nobody wants to hear about privilege, but you know, the, the fact of the matter is that we, as, as, as a white person, you say some shit sometimes, you know, and like Larry Hama heard it all. And there's a bunch of people who heard it all. And this was a a perspective for how this person was treated at Marvel and how it was a bunch of people who loved him and liked this guy and like really enjoyed his presence and somehow didn't know that they were like basically poking at an open wound for 30 years of this man's life. And so I, I urge you to check that out. It's a, it it moved me considerably. I thought it was, I thought it was very sad and I don't know, very poignant. So speaking of sad, did you hear about George Perez? I did hear about George Perez. Yes. He has six months to live. He's got pancreatic cancer, pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. so we'll end on that terrible note yeah sorry thanks everybody good night and we will see you next week bye